0: We also have so much to be sorrowful about. Nearly 1,000 Americans a day are still dying from COVID-19. As we approach 550,000 deaths in a single year. until this country is vaccinated, each of us has to do our part. We have an obligation, a patriotic obligation. Wash your hands. Stay socially distanced. Wear a mask as recommended by the CDC. And get vaccinated. Get your friends and family vaccinated when you can help. Now's not the time to let down. Now's not the time to celebrate. It is time to do what we do best as a country. Our duty. Our jobs. Take care of one another fight this to the finish we can and we'll do this but don't let up now don't let up now thank you may god protect our troops thank you very much
1: okay there is nothing more creepy than joe biden whispering at a camera don't let up now it's weird It's weird what's going on in the White House. It's weird what's going on in the head of Joe Biden. It's weird what's going on on social media right now, as everybody just seems to ignore that there is a mentally ill person at the podium in the White House every day telling us, don't let up now. Welcome to another episode of The National Pulse. I'm Raheem Kassam the editor in chief of the national pulse.com monday march the 29th the year of our lord 2021 and don't let up now it's so <laughs> weird it's so i might have to make that i know it's going to creep all of us out me included but i might have to make that one of the uh one of the mixer boards go to uh go to buttons oh, man. yeah like that all right, there's 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 a lot going on. I mean, it's it's a weird Monday because there's just been so much so much going on this weekend, so much already going on today. Um, and I am gonna start here. I mean, you know, Joe Biden being weird Joe Biden aside, um, I wanna start by talking about some of the stories. I usually end on this, start by talking about some of the stories we have up at the National Pulse specifically, because I hope you all remember. I hope. That you all remember when the time comes and the day comes and and justice is served i hope you all remember which was the first news outlet out there that kept banging the drum on peter Dashuk. right we did a podcast about him we've done many many episodes Featuring stories about Peter Daschuk, I think we've now run 10, 12 separate, unique, exclusive investigations into Peter Daschuk now. And there's so much more to come. Believe me, there is so much more to come on this horrid, horrid man and the total tissue of lies that he told on 60 Minutes last night. But on the site right now is something that is pivotal to this whole thing going on. Because, yes, it's the CCP virus, but it's also the dashak disease. It's also the Fauci flu. You know, these are the people who, if you go back in time and if you follow the money, these are the people who wanted these gain-of-function experiments to happen. They're the people who were happy recipients of Millions upon millions of dollars in taxpayer cash, both from the United States and China, your money. And they got it. And the things that they have done with it are just, it's obscene. It's obscene. Now, there's there's a lot culturally that's that's rapidly shifting in the in the Western world right now, and there's this little Nas X chappy who wants your kids to see him gyrating on Satan's lap. If you haven't seen this, don't. I mean, you know, it's not worth it. It's trash, but it's intended to trigger us. It's intended to to spark this righteous indignation, right? within decent people and of course the indecent people the degenerates the depraved luxuriate in provoking a response they never actually deal with the response they never actually talk about the the issue you know they don't get into oh but this is this is art and it's an expression of you know whatever they don't even bother with that because they know it's not in the round, they don't bother. They just luxuriate in creating the chaos. And that's how you know it's evil. And you're seeing a lot of that in politics as well as in culture right now. There's a lot of people out there currently luxuriating in the chaos that has been caused by the Fauci flu, by the Dashik disease, by the CCP virus whether it's blue checks, whether it's Biden today, quite frankly. I mean, in that, if you look, he gets up there every couple of days, right? And he gives a straight to camera. There's a couple of journalists in the room, but he doesn't really take questions from them. He'll They shout the questions after the event, and he shouts a, a one-word answer back. That's not taking questions from the press. And we saw what it looked like when he tried the other day. Disaster. But he goes in front of a camera every couple of days and he gives his little vaccine update right and today was even weirder because he's still got Carmela with the leash behind him Carmela, who by the way CNN reports is so tired of living at Blair House she just wants to move to the Naval Observatory not true she wants to be at Blair House this is spin she her team has been pumping out spin in the last couple of days you want evidence of it go to the white house Flickr account and 15 photos i think of the last 15 11 of them are solely kamala focused and only four of them have biden in her team is working overtime on her pr right now and one of those things is she's tired of living at blair house she just wants to go to the naval observatory where the vice president's supposed to live bs and the reason they're doing this BS is the very same reason CNN feels the need to put on a two-hour special last night of Debbie Burks and Fauci and all these disaster cases who, remember, a year ago were saying, look, Trump listens to us. He's absolutely listening to the scientists. He absolutely takes our advice. We're in the room. We're running the task force. They said that then. Now they're out there going, oh, well, you know, we wash our hands of all of that. That was nothing to do with us. That was all Trump. As if Donald Trump was sitting in the room with, uh, you know, bit, stacks of paper ticking off boxes of, you know, what got distributed where and how and when and why. No, that was the task force. That was Fauci. That was Burks. And now they go up on CNN. They two, two hours, hey, hey, you know, don't uh, don't talk to us about all of that job that we were supposed to do last year. And of course, you have the same thing going on with 60 Minutes and Dashuk being featured on 60 Minutes. Say, no, 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 it didn't come from the lab. Like obviously this bat, this bat flew like a thousand miles, dude, and like found its way. It didn't stop along the way and infect anybody else or nothing like that. You know, infect any other animals. No, no, no. It flew. It flew a thousand miles and then like landed in somebody's bowl of miso, right? And then that's how, that's how COVID happened, guys. It's amazing. It's amazing. And just the slightest, slightest bit of scrutiny undermines the entire narrative. But of course, the narrative is the most important thing to these people, because in narrative is control. Control. And that's why you see this USA Today thing happening as well. If you haven't seen that, it's this intern at USA Today, this is how they do it, by the way. They they take I mean predominantly I think it's young women now. And there's a there's a method to that madness. And a madness to that method. But they take predominantly young girls one might say they've groomed them. They give them bylines in the what they call the disinfo beat. There's no such thing, of course. The disinfo beat is just activism. What the disinformation beat is, is actually political activists going after their political opposition. So this young girl today, I forget her name off the top of my head, and I'm sure we'll hear from her again, she does this whole article about how some of the people from January the 6th are crowdfunding their legal defenses online. How dare they have a legal defense in America? And people were pointing this out, saying, hey, hang on a minute, you can't USA Today can't go after people having a legal defense, trying to raise money for a legal defense. And of course, all of the blue checks on Twitter pile in. They pile in. The right is attacking this young girl. Not true, by the way. Attacking the, the article. Attacking the idea that you can't have a legal defense. Attacking USA Today for making a young girl the face of their political activism. Yes. And I will never apologize for any of those things. Defending people's rights to defend themselves? That's now taboo? but it's control narrative is control listen l- listen to dashak himself listen to dashak himself during the um 60 minutes interview
2: i'm on the who team for a reason and you know if you're going to work in china hang on a minute <laughs> wait a minute
1: i thought i had play i thought i was accidentally playing satire (laughs) that's peter dashing's voice i'm on the who team all right (laughs) (laughs) i nearly fell off my chair uh let's play that again
2: I'm on the WHO team for a reason, and, you know, if you're going to work in China...
1: I'm sorry, it's not... what's about to happen isn't funny. I've just tickled myself with this. Hang on, I'm going to bring my mic down so I I can laugh to my heart's content while this plays.
2: I'm on the WHO team for a reason, and, you know, if you're going to work in China on coronaviruses and try and understand their origins, you should involve the people
3: who know the most about that. And for better or for worse, I do. He says the team did look into the leak theory during a visit with lab scientists and deemed it extremely unlikely. We met with them.
2: We said, do you audit the lab? And they said, annually? Did you audit it after the outbreak? Yes. Was anything found? No. Do you test your staff? Yes. No but you're one was- just
3: taking their word for it.
2: Well, what else can we do? There's a limit to what you can do. And we went right up to that limit. We asked them tough questions. They weren't vetted in advance. And the answers they gave, we found to be um, believable, um, correct, and convincing.
3: But weren't the Chinese engaged in a cover-up? They destroyed evidence, they punished scientists who were trying to give evidence on this very question of the origin.
2: Well, that wasn't our task, to find out if China had covered up the origin issue. No, no, I know.
3: I'm just saying, doesn't that make you wonder?
2: We didn't see any evidence of any um, false reporting or cover-up in the work that we did in China. Listen to the, I mean, it's,
1: it's, it's extraordinary, the, the, the cautiousness with which he deploys words, right? And a, a, a mind that is attuned to language will tell you this. Listen to the way he answers the question, specifically that
2: last question. It wasn't our task to find out if China had covered up the original. No, no, I know. Issue.
3: I'm just saying, doesn't that make you wonder?
2: We didn't see any evidence of any um, false reporting or cover-up in the work that we did. and We didn't see any evidence in the work that we did. That's because the work that you did
1: was never intended to look for evidence. You said that yourself already, Dashuk. You've admitted that before. The fact that 60 Minutes and Leslie Starr allows him to get away with this. Well, firstly, I know that they're not across the issue. That's obvious. Not very many people are. But listen to the specificity of his, it's his, it's his, uh, it's his kind of his rhetorical alibi, right? Can we play this beginning, the beginning of that again, though? I I just love the beginning of this.
2: I'm on the WHO. I'm on the WHO.
1: Um, This is clientism. This is somebody who has taken a lot of money from governments. He's scared, by the way, he's terrified right now i know he is you can hear it in his voice for a start you can see it in his eyes his mannerisms you can you can you can i was gonna say hear it in his voice you can <laughs> twice um but you can see it in the way he's behaving if you are a globally renowned scientist you do not need to go on television every couple of days and bat away what you claim are conspiracy theories. If they're conspiracy theories, the science will knock them down itself, right? In the long run. That's the the long run is the view science takes. There is no immediate, um, you know, medical reason that he needs to go out and do this. You know, believing that, the, that a gain-of-function experiment led to... What we now have out in the world today, that's not causing people not to take actions that you want them to take, Dashuk. So the only thing that he cares about here, the only reason he's doing any of this, can be self preservation and preservation of the client. The client being the Chinese Communist Party. Dashuk knows what happens to people that don't toe the line. Dashuk knows what happens to people who step out of line. He's been there enough times. He's been in the room. He knows who is in those rooms with him. When he's there, when he's there, and he, in his words, he says, We ask the tough questions. You think a sniveling little twerp like Peter Dashak, who went to one of the single worst colleges in the western world you think peter dashik is going to get away with asking the tough questions in a p4 lab run by the chinese communist party i'm asking that question of leslie stahl I'm asking that question of 60 Minutes producers and I'm asking that question of everybody and anybody who is either going to bat four or even remotely believing what Dashik is saying right now because that is what you have to accept as a premise in order to accept the rest of his story that he asked the tough questions Peter Dashik. the guy who has a BSc in zoology from the 1980s from the University College of North Wales and a PhD in parasitic infectious studies from the early 90s from the University of East London. For those that don't know, they are hardly esteemed institutions. That's who you think is asking the tough questions of Chinese Communist Party employees in China. Can we go through this again together, please? The answer is yes.
2: I'm on the WHO team for a reason. And, you know, if you're going to work in China on coronaviruses and try and understand their origins, you should involve the people who know the most about that. And for better or for worse, I do.
3: He says the team did look into the leak theory during a visit with lab scientists and deemed it extremely unlikely. We met
2: with them. We said, do you audit the lab? And they said, annually, did you audit it after the outbreak?
1: Yes. Did you audit the lab? This is the tough questions. Uh, hello. Um, my name's is Peter Daszik. Uh You know me from uh, all those checks that you've been cutting me over the last few decades. Um, did you audit the lab? <laughs> um yeah sure. Okay cool. Um did you audit the lab after the uh after the outbreak of COVID-19? Uh yeah sure.
2: Okay. Was anything found? No. Uh
1: again, uh Peter Dashik here, the guy who uh, you've been cutting checks to for the last two decades. Um did did anything show up in those o- uh, audits? Uh, um yeah uh, no. Oh okay. Do you test your staff? Yes. Uh, Peter Dashik here again. Um, just a quick one. Um, oh you no, know, yeah, the guy from the checks. Uh, do you um, do you uh, check with the staff and test the staff? You know that kind of thing. Dashik,
2: shut up. Oh, okay, yeah. But no,
1: you're one was- just
3: taking their word for it.
2: Well, what else can we do? There's a limit to what you can do, and we went right up to that limit. We asked them tough questions. They weren't vetted in advance. Uh, and the answer. <laughs> As if
1: that is the measure of a tough question, by the way, that, that they get to vet it in advance, right? <laughs> like you just went through the... Do, do, you, do you audit your lab? You, the Good thing we didn't provide that to them in advance. Quah.
2: As they gave, we found to be um, believable, um, correct, and convincing.
3: But weren't the...
2: Correct. Correct.
1: Believable, correct, and convincing. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Correct. He is making a value judgment. He is saying it's correct, not incorrect. But he himself has admitted that they didn't ask for the evidence. So how do you assess if something is correct?
2: That's such a massive tell. Um, Correct and convincing. We found to be Um, Believable, Believable, um, correct, correct, and convincing. And
3: convincing. Hang on,
1: hang on. Was it correct or was it convincing? Because if it's correct, you don't need to be convinced of it. You can see it for yourself. The science, the science will convince you. But you're saying the answers they gave you were convincing. Were they believable, convincing, and correct? Or were they believable, correct, and convincing? It's interesting, isn't it, how he words it? Let's just finish off.
3: Cover-up. They destroyed evidence. They punished scientists who were trying to give evidence on this very question of the origin. Well, that
2: wasn't our task, to find out if China had covered up the origin no, no, I know. issue. I'm
3: know. i just saying, doesn't that make you wonder?
2: We didn't see any evidence of any um, false reporting or cover-up in the work that we did in
1: yeah, in the work that you did, because you didn't do the work that you were supposed to do. And it was absolutely your task to find out if there was a cover-up. You cannot understand the nature of the origin of the virus unless you look for a cover-up. Th- look, this isn't like it's it's Raheem Kassam in a basement saying this, although it is. <laughs> but there are plenty of far more, I will give you, plenty of far more credible voices than me... Who were talking about this and talking about it as a credible theory of, of how this virus originated. So it was absolutely your job, Dashuk. The reason I'm doing this is because I I I think Dashuk's probably listening to this at this point. Because he wouldn't be going up there and doing these things if he wasn't listening. Or maybe his lawyers are listening. And they're very welcome to. I am not saying anything. I'm not saying Peter Dasher created a virus in a lab and then released it to murder the public. What I'm saying is this is the most critical, useful idiot for the Chinese Communist Party and their partner, Dr. Fauci. Sue that. That's my opinion. And my other opinion as a corollary to that is that the first person that gets sold down the river in the next coming months, is Peter Dashuk. He will be sold down the river by the CCP. He will be sold down the river by the WHO. And he will be sold down the river by Dr. Fauci. You can see it coming. You can absolutely see it coming. Dashuk, you're not the enemy. You're just an idiot. You're just a moron. You're just the guy who got greedy. I get it. Nobody from who graduates from the University of East London expects to make a $450,000 salary every year. Got that. Greed got the better of you. I understand, Dashuk. So here's the deal. Here's my offer to you. Come and talk to us. Come and sit in this room with us. Have a face-to-face discussion we can, we can live stream it. You can have a kill button in front of you, a kill switch in front of you. Everybody will know if you press it, of course. But to terminate the interview at any point in time, that's my, that's my guarantee to you. And here's the other part of it, Dashuk, Because you are not sleeping well at night. I know that. Couldn't possibly be the case. Put your mind at rest. By whistleblowing if you want to reach out to us if you need protection heck if you even need a salary if you flip on the ccp and dr fauci and tell us what really happened this entire audience i am sure will be happy to crowdfund you at least a year's salary to make that happen to tell the truth to give you a parachute as you turn on the evil. There's my offer. I would tweet it at you, but you've blocked me. So I will rely on the audience to convey that to you via social media and your website, the Echo Health Alliance. Send send this send this whole podcast to Dashok. Just take the link, send the whole thing to him and, uh, and let's see what happens. You know, we're getting to the point where People are seriously, seriously paying attention to what's going on here at the National Pass. Craig Newmark. Craig Newmark is the inventor of Craigslist. He also now runs Craig Newmark Philanthropies. Craig Newmark Philanthropies gives a lot of money away. Maybe it's guilt alleviation, right? Craigslist, of course, was used for human trafficking, we know. And Newmark now is funding this Aspen Institute disinformation center. There's a lot of these out there now. It's weird, isn't it? The Pointer Foundation, the Sunlight Foundation, the Journalism Media Ethics Council. There's more. Hang on, I have a, I have a, I have a list here. PolitiFact, obviously Wikipedia, the Shorenstein Center. All of these places that kind of traffic in. Information, disinformation, misinformation. Newmark actually is on the advisory board of a lot of them. A lot of them. And we'll be doing a lot more reporting into Newmark. But he's funding this Aspen Institute one. We talked about this. We reported it on the site last week that Harry Markle is now working at. I'm not going to call him Harry Windsor. I'm definitely not going to call him Prince Harry. Harry Markle lands a role at the Aspen Institute's Commission on Disinformation, right? And this is is days after, remember? Days after he was caught lying, him and Meghan were caught lying about getting married three days early. Straight out lie, flat out lie, told directly to Oprah. National television, pumped out, CBS news, articles everywhere. You remember? What did I tell you at the time? when people were complaining why are you talking about meghan markle and then days later harry accepts a role at this disinformation center funded by craig newmark the same people funding the uh, or, or and, and, and or on the advisory board of the shorenstein center and all these other the pointer institute and all these other things right you don't if you don't know what those things are you are not up enough as a citizen and we try our best to give you as much information in that regard as possible these are the places that that give the ratings right fake news or real news or pinocchios or whatever it is and there's loads of them now absolute just heaving industry obviously you and i both know listener that most of the disinformation reviews are actually disinformation in and of themselves it's just a it's just another form of political information warfare or cultural information warfare or just information warfare right but craig newmark found it appropriate to respond to my email so i sent him an email last week and i said I look, very, I'm very polite with these people because they're more than welcome to come on here and have their say and take real questions. I said, dear Mr. Newmark, like you, I regard myself as somebody interested in the truth in journalism. Unfortunately, many of the outlets you fund or assist with your time seek to stifle and stymie political debate in the Western world, offering often hampering the truth and working with its enemies, such as the Chinese Communist Party. That's true. Some of the fact-checkers, in fact, most of the fact-checkers do. With an open and honest discussion in mind, I would like to invite you to be part of an interview on the National Pulse podcast about your role in these organizations and the damage we perceive they do to public discourse. We would be open any time, as your schedule allows. I am happy to travel for the pleasure of the interview. Kind regards, Raheem Kassam. That was March 25th at 6.05 p.m. This morning, I receive uh, an email back from Craig Newmark. It says, "Raheem, thanks. I'm overwhelmed. Need to stay focused in areas where I'm effective, like supporting vets and their families and supporting food banks. Much appreciated. Craig Newmark, Craigslist founder. I reply an hour later. I said, thanks, Craig. Yeah, I donate a lot of time and money to supporting veterans too, a sizable percentage of my income. It's a very important cause. Perhaps you'd like to come on and discuss this work sometime with a view to helping others get involved. Then you could spare me five minutes at the end for a single question about disinformation and these hyper-partisan outfits that threaten free speech, which the vets are serving and dying to protect. Kind regards, Raheem. He replies, two minutes later, Raheem, seriously, I'm that swamped, need to take a pass, many thanks, Craig Newmark, founder, Craigslist. I reply, ten minutes later, No worries, Craig, you understand we will continue to report into this and hope to have you on at any free point you get over the course of your life. All the best, Raheem. To which he replies, two minutes later, many thanks. Why am I reading you that? Well, firstly, I want you to know what work we're doing. You're listening to this because you care about our work and the work we're doing. And I also care because I'm grateful to you for supporting it. And whether that's by listening to this show and sharing it and going to the website and sharing our links you know, clicking on a few ads, I don't know, whatever. Uh, Making sure that other people see it. I've done some tweaks to the website in the last couple of days. We now have a listen to this article feature on the website where I know a lot of people like to listen to the articles instead of sitting at the computer or on your device and and reading them. So we have that feature that we've plugged in there as well. Added a few other buttons on the social media share side of things now. So you go to one-click email share, which is trying to make it as easy as possible for people, right? to share the real news. And then finally, if you can, if you have $5 spare a month, please think about joining our membership program at fundrealnews.com. We're going to have some announcements to make in the next, you know, I think, I hope The next couple of months about growing this outfit and having more people more reporters doing the real news out there and we need you to help us get over that line to make that investment okay to do more of this digging right now it's basically two three of us working on this stuff i hope you can join us i hope you can help us and i love to read out the names of some of the people that have joined in just the past couple of days Incredibly grateful to you, Deborah and Kathy and Michael and Caress and Chris and Carol and Marty and Roy and Warren and Richard and Anne Marie and Paul and Michael and Klesha and Chandler and Donna and Michelle and Laura and Deidre and Desiree. Thanks to all of you, to Abe, to Kathleen, to Beth, to Linda, to Sherry. Patrick, Tamara, Dawn, Carol, Mary Lee, John, Victoria, Sharon, Christiane, Cynthia, Jillian, Catherine again, Lisa, Julie, Richard. These are people who can afford just five bucks or ten bucks and they go to fundrealnews.com. Now, if you can't do it, I understand, and if you've already done it, thank you. Take this show. Share it to somebody. Say, hey, if you liked this, think about chipping in too. I'm incredibly grateful for all the support, ladies and gentlemen. And I hope you have a wonderful Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever whatever you're listening to this. I'll be back with another episode in about 48 hours. Heading over to the war room now. Grateful to all of you who watch and share that too. Have a great day.